0: Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. This is our 33rd episode. I can hardly believe it. 33. Never thought we'd make it this far. I think that's a good sign in podcasting because they always have these cutoff numbers. Like if you get past 7, that's really good apparently. 33 must be awesome. I feel like, you know, I've achieved some strange goal. I don't know what that goal is, but, well, here we are. It's 2017. It's the last day of January, and we're going to talk about making bread. <laughs> Gee, who would have thought that could happen? <laughs> so I got a, I got a um, desire, I'll say, to make some pumpernickel bread. So I got out one of my Merrimack Bakehouse bread mixes, which happened to be pumpernickel, which is good because that's what I wanted to make. And I whipped it up last night. It came out really nice. And one of the things, um, if you if you like pumpernickel bread, it's hard to find anymore. It seems like if you don't go, like I don't know, if it's not around Easter or Christmas or a holiday or something, it's like there isn't any pumpernickel bread to be had. A lot of grocery store bakeries sell it, and it weighs about six ounces. And it's not, you know, that to me, a very lightweight loaf of bread does not say. Anything to me, first of all, but lightweight pumpernickel or rye is like I don't know. It's it's wrong. It's just wrong. Pumpernickel should have some weight to it. Needs substance. Yes, it's a dense bread. It's a very nice dense bread. My pumpernickel from the mix, um, my pumpernickel is a dense. Soft pumpernickel bread. It's not a hard, not like the uh, Eastern European styles that's that that are um, kind of brick-like. It's not like that. This is a this is a soft bread, but it's very dense. Um, it's very aromatic. I use ground caraway seeds in it and whole caraway seeds. It's nice and dark brown. I'll have some pictures up on my Facebook page to show you, and uh, it's a nice dark brown. Um, look when it comes out; it's really good. And uh, pumpernickel bread—I mean, it's good for sandwiches, it's good for toast, that sort of thing. But one of my favorite things to do with pumpernickel bread is serve it with spinach dip. And I really—I uh, like that the flavors are just—they're so good together. If you've never had it, it's very, very good. Um, it's a nice kind of a—I don't know—it's sort of a quasi-healthy snack because you know the bread; you got—you got a nice um, whole grain bread hearty whole grain bread to eat. And then you have a spinach dip that's made with um, sour cream and mayonnaise, not so much healthy, but you know, I mean, you have to live a little, there has to be a, (laughs) there has to be a balance. But my spinach dip uh, is a mix that I developed. The mix part of it is just herbs and uh, it's dried herbs and um, there's dried onions in it. So there's no salt in it. There's no um, silica. There's no anything. It's just dried herbs that I use to make this spinach dip mix. And it's, it's very flavorful. The mayonnaise, I use whole mayonnaise, regular old mayonnaise, and uh, I recommend using um, Daisy Light Sour Cream. That's the brand I like, and I like light sour cream. It's very flavorful. It becomes very dense once the um, dried herbs have reconstituted in it, and it's just got a, It's really good flavor. We actually use it as a spread on sandwiches. It's very good for that. It has a very, very nice taste and texture. So the pumpernickel and the spinach dip. Um, what do you do with that? Well, here in western Pennsylvania, a lot of people hollow out a round loaf of pumpernickel bread, And they um, take that piece that you take out of the middle and then they put the spinach dip in the middle of the bread. That way all of the bread surrounding that spinach dip soaks in all that flavor. But if you don't like that because it can, you know, get soggy, get soggy. Um, one, one of the things I like to do is take the loaf and slice it up and then make the slices into smaller pieces, cubes or long strips or whatever, and then just have the dip on the side with it. So you put a little dip on the bread and, and eat it like that. Another thing you can do is, um, slice the loaf very thinly and take those slices, cut them into smaller pieces, put them on a cookie sheet, spritz with olive oil, add some, um, good kosher salt or sea salt and bake them in the oven at 350 for about 15 or 20 minutes and let them crisp up nice and hard and they make a really good cracker that's very good with a spinach dip this is a nice um i like to make this if i'm if i'm invited somewhere like a picnic or a party or something like that it's really convenient to make because i can make the bread the night before and um whip up the spinach dip, put it in the fridge, and then it's ready to go the next day. So I do like it for that. But the bread is so easy to make. And I guess sometimes you might think of, oh, pumpernickel, that's so overwhelming. It just sounds overwhelming to make. Well, um, I have it as a mix. It's available on my store at marymacpodcast.com, And um, it makes one loaf of bread. It's about a one-and-a-half-pound loaf. Everything you need to make it is in the packet, except for the water and oil. So the yeast is in there, everything. The mix is made to be made in one bowl. So you just put the dry ingredients into the bowl, add the yeast to that, stir it up, add the water and oil, stir it up, and then I have some additional flour in there for kneading. Add that and knead it, and you're done. Boom. Um, This is a two-rise loaf, actually a three-rise loaf, because you let it rise in the bowl once, punch it down, let it rise again, punch it down, form it into your shape, and let it rise one more time and bake it. I have step-by-step instructions inside the bag with the mixes um, because I kind of did these for people that have never baked ever. And I've had a lot of people try them out who had never baked ever. I actually had one person try it that didn't even have a pan, so I loaned her a pan. She was able to make it very successfully, so they're not difficult to make. The reason that I have a pumpernickel mix is because I actually like it, and as I said, it's very hard to find. And I thought, well, if I had a mix, I could make it whenever I wanted to. And um, it's, it's a pretty popular mix, actually. Uh, at the store, it sells really well because it's uh, such a unique thing that you don't see. It. it works in a bread machine also, and you just follow your bread machine instructions. Do it the way yours says. A lot of them have you putting things in differently or whatever. And I've had about a dozen people try um, all of my bread mixes and bread machines, all different sorts of bread machines, and it works every time. So we we know it's good for that. I made the loaf last night. It took me about five minutes to mix it up and knead it. And then rise time... The first rise was about a 45-minute rise. The second rise is about a half an hour and then about 15 minutes before I baked it. So you do have that – you know, it's – you're not doing anything with it though. Let me put it that way. You're, you're punching it down and letting it rise. So it takes you a second. You punch it down, walk away from it. Then you come back to it. So even though it's it might take – the whole process of it with baking may take you about two hours – because it's a double-rise bread, still, you're not working with it for two hours. So it's, you know, don't be overwhelmed by the time frame. And as I said, this mix is available on our web store at MerrimacPodcast.com, along with the other seven bread mixes that I have and the multitude of oat bran muffin mixes and scone mixes. So um, I have a white bread mix, a whole wheat bread mix, multi multigrain, oatmeal wheat germ, rye, seedless rye, onion rye, and pumpernickel, which is probably six more mixes than any other company makes for <laughs> bread mixes that I could find. So if you um, get a chance to give them a try, I wish you would because I think you'll really like them. I'll have some pictures up on my Facebook page and Instagram just so you can see what the bread looked like during the process and when it was done and um, see what the spinach dip looks like also. Thanks for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.